Oral Histories of the National Railway Museum. In 2018, Ray Bolt, former South Australian Railways fireman and locomotive driver, spoke with Peter Hackworth at the Talem Bend Visitors Centre. Born in 1927, Ray recounts life on the farm at Copeville, joining the police force and the start of his career in the railways. Firstly, Ray, thank you for giving your time to record your memories for the National Railway Museum. When you were born, who was yes. living in the house at the time you were born? You mean the house on the farm? Mum and Dad, and I'm the first born of five. So we built a cellar, and then on top of the cellar, we built a room for accommodation, sleeping and so forth. But I slept on the front veranda nearly all my days on the farm. It was pretty cold at winter times, frosty, and Dad used to wake me about half past four or five o'clock in the morning and go down to feed the horses because we had no tractors in my time on the farm. So it was farming of grain and mainly wheat, barley and oats, sheep and a few pigs, a couple of cows and fowls and a, a veggie garden out the side of the house, mainly self-supported. I was the first of five. And where was the farm? At Copeville. It's about three miles north-west of Copeville Railway Sightings. I really wasn't happy with the type of work on the farm because you were virtually working every day. It didn't matter whether it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday or Friday. You were working on the farm, out in the paddock or doing something. Hardly ever any time to go to football or cricket or dance or whatever. When I attained an age to join the South Australian Police Force, I did. So was that your first job out of... Yes, it was. You know, it was a totally different lifestyle to being a lad on a farm out in the bush. How did your father react to you leaving the farm? To well, I told him what I was going to do, and he said, well, I really thought you were going to take over the farm. So how did you go from being in the police force to the railways? I remember the day when Dad was carting grain out to Copeville to the siding in bags. It was before silos came in. And there was a steam engine in the siding shunting. And it amazed me. I couldn't work out how it worked. And I thought, that's fascinating, you know. And so eventually, when I joined the railways in 1948, I got to learn all about how it worked anyway. The railways, was that your first choice after leaving the police? Yes, it was. You yes, it was. Well, I w went to Mount Gambier on the Blue Lake train. I'd never been to Mount Gambier in my life. And do you recall your first day working for the railways? Uh, no, not the first day, but I suppose the old chargeman that was there, they used to call him Chargo Smith. He guided us uh, young fellows there, there were several of us, cleaning steam engines and uh, tallow for the boiler when it was nice and warm, and kerosene swabs and um, cotton waste for the rotting and all that sort of... That way, you learn to know the names of the rotting on Walshire valve gear or Stevenson or whatever valve gear there was on the loco. And I suppose I did my first exam the first week I was in the job because I was interested in to progress, you know, to attain perhaps a fireman and then go on further. You know, you don't really know what's ahead of you. Before that, I used to go out on the shunter, you know, and see what they did, and, and then uh, the fireman would get so used to me being there, they'd go on, I'll go home and have a cup of tea and you can stay on the shunter. Okay. Well, I learned a lot, and then my first trip was to Millicent with a bloke called Moral Kay. 
driver and he was a fellow that always liked the water in the gauge glass nearly to the top of the nut and a full head of steam. And I had a T-class. We never shunted with T-class, we had Y-class on the shunter in the yard. And um, when I joined, they were straight at me about joining the union. And I say, well, I've got her, and he said, "Yes, you've got it. You've got to be a unionist." And that first examination, yes. do you remember what it was on? Cleaners' preliminary, all about the names of parts of you, you which you learnt, and you do a couple of drawings, you know, on there. I passed that okay. That was easy. And then they gradually got harder and harder, <laughs> and we did so many exams, you know, written ones. And I can't remember going through the whole lot, but every item that railway man on the locomotive has to abide by was an examination, even down to the Westinghouse air brake. And that was, to me, one of the hardest exams I ever did. It's something you can't see, you know, compressed air, you can't see. It's the greater pressure over the weaker pressure going through the triple valve, which does three things, applies the brakes, releases the brakes, and recharges the entire system again. He had to describe which valves in the, in the um, triple valve were opening or closing for that particular job. That was the hardest part to me. All the others were fairly common, straightforward. Yeah. Plenty of them, though. <laughs> yeah. And how long did you spend at Mount Gambier? I must have been there about 12 months altogether, and then they transferred me to Mile End. And what was your job at Mile End? As a fireman, yes on the Suburban, you know, the side tank engine, F-Class. And we used to go to all the suburbs for these. And they, uh, the little engines used to go as fast backwards as they did forwards. They were designed that way because there was no turntable at Semaphore or Henley Beach, whatever, those days. You just uncouple and come run around the train and hook on it and go backwards back to Adelaide Station again. <laughs> I suppose I got used to that pretty quickly because I'd seen others do it too as well and you get used to engine drivers, they're not all the same. Only when you get into a link where you get a regular mate. And uh, they were all good fellows though. The engineman at, at Mile End were fantastic blokes. Yeah. I learned a terrific amount from them. And what are the particular skills in being a good fireman? You get to know the locomotives, what their uh, likes and dislikes are, but mainly the fire was on a wedge shape thicker at the back and thinner down towards the front, and you fire on the bright spot. The moment you open the fire hole door, you can tell where you put a shovel full of coal that was too thick. You spread it out, you know, a shovel, a shovel blade's about that long, narrow, but that long on a so small about, It's about, what, 15 inches wide? Yeah, yeah. Well, mightn't be quite that much. Anyway, what you do is when you get a shovel full of coal from the tender and throw it into the fire, you pull the blade of the shovel back so that it spreads it out longer and it lands not like a heap of dirt that you throw in the garden with a shovel. You've got to spread it out so that it burns through reasonably quickly and doesn't build up a heap in there. Because at the moment you open the fire hole door, you can tell whether you've done the right thing or not. <laughs> I had that on one occasion. We were going to Piri on the Piri passenger with a 520 class and the local inspector was with me when we got out in North Adelaide, he said, have a look in the firebox. He said, you're only getting about halfway down the firebox. So I knew then I had to swing, because they were along a narrow firebed in a 520. So I learned a lot from those local inspectors too, and they were great blokes. 
they eventually wanted me to become a local inspector. This is going a fair way back now. But I said to them, where have I got to be to take up that position? And they said, Adelaide. And I said, no, not me. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to be out in the bush, out in the country, where I was brought up. So that never eventuated. And when you were back in Adelaide, where yes. were you living? We were living in a caravan. There was no accommodation for us in uh, one of the suburbs near Bowden. Who was we? My wife and I. We were married, yeah, in 1949, the year after I joined the railways. And how did you meet her? She was a school teacher. Went to school all her life. Never left school. And went to Adelaide Teachers College and then went out to one teacher's schools all over the state. Fortunately, she came our way and I met her at a dance one night. And was that in Mount Gambia? No, it was at Copeville up in the Mallee. She was a beautiful looking girl. She's like a film star. <laughs> a lovely girl. Thanks for listening to this oral history podcast from the National Railway Museum.